You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. In one hand and your team colours in the other, Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. It's past three on a Monday afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Kimba and the Reach with you live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Balfour's and our great mates at Hyundai. It was a bit of a rough weekend. We'll talk about that shortly as we welcome the Rooch. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, Hello, Roochy Rooch. Stormy weather, eh, Kim? Not just... Not just on the weather charts either, by oh, the looks look, of it. We'll, we'll get to the breaking story very Ooh. shortly, Rooch, but it would be remiss if we didn't speak about what took place on the weekend. So our sincere thoughts go out to everyone that's been impacted by the weather events. We know a lot of people are still without power. They've had property damage, uh, food loss. Uh, it's affected so many people. So we hope you're doing as well as you can. Indeed. We will be speaking to the Premier of South Australia at 4 o'clock about a big announcement that was made this morning regarding Live Golf. Um, so we will ask him about the condition of the state and our worst power blackout, second worst ever in the history of the state. Right. Um, how was your weekend? It's hard to control that one, though, when you've got trees coming down on power lines, isn't it? Yeah, very much so, Roots. Indeed. At time, you've had uh, God syndrome, but not even you could fix that. Oh, thank you, Kim. Well, if I did have God syndrome, I'd fix it immediately. Yeah, well, that's why I said not I even know. you, no, yeah. even though you did at the Tizer for a while. But we move on. Thank you, Kim. How was your weekend? Oh, well, I I saw a lot of sport and not the results I wanted. What did you want? I didn't want England to win the T20 World Cup. I'm really? one of those Aussies who just can't stand England winning anything. Really? You did say that on Thursday when we did the show down at the Adelaide Oval. I have a note from Alan Scheel about that too. How did you? <laughs> he said, you couldn't be as rabid as my next door neighbour, Jeff. He can't stand them even winning the toss at really? a cricket game. Well, I picked them and I was happy they won. I would have been happy for Pakistan as well, though. Hey, Gee, they were lucky with the weather there, though. Yes. Kept circling the MCG, but never hit. Thankfully, they got away with it. Mm. Um, oh, Ben Stokes, he's a big-time player, stating the obvious. Yep. Uh, Barat Sundarasan may be joining us. We're just trying still, to track him down. Still in the fetal position, is he, after India's collapse at Adelaide Oval? Well, I don't think he was happy. He wasn't happy. He's Eddie everywhere at the moment. I was watching The Outsiders on the ABC, hosted by Kelly Underwood, and there he was, front and centre, with his happy pants on. Good on him. (laughs) Best dressed commentator ever. Good show coming up, Roach. Uh, The Adelaide Crows girls talk about different events. How was that game impacted? I heard Matthew Clark. They had to do seven warm-ups because of the stop-start nature of the game due to lightning. Seven warm-ups. Not surprising with the weather that hit that game. But they they had a start that they needed, so that was a beauty. Eloise Jones, I love her pinch hitter up forward. Neve Kelly, young Irish girl, will join us who was originally, well, 
from Ireland yep. in the West Coast Eagles. Yep. We've had her on. She loves frog cakes. So they face the biggest challenge there is in the AFLW, a refreshed, high-scoring Brisbane side that is in its home state, mm. not necessarily on its home field. Playing at Metricon. And, yeah, that's an enormous mm. challenge. So the defending champ against the presumed winner of this year's competition. I like it, though, Roach. Uh, I don't beat subscri- the best to be the best. Yeah, I don't subscribe nothing to lose because no, there's a game they, to lose. But, thank heavens you said that. Yeah, but they are genuinely the hunters this time and the expectations a lot less. Mm. And you just never know. Never write off a champion. No. They've been on the ropes this year. Josie Rand will be right this time, surely. De- definitely. Did they get the tick there? I mean, I know concussions are... No, certain thing. Heard Matty Clark. Uh, she is raring to go, and he she said, was "Raring to go last time." Yeah, the bonus is, all the is, protocols are through. She is freshened up. Good. Uh, mm. So that game gets underway at ten past seven on Friday night at Metricon Stadium. So we'll have a chat to Neve Kelly. If you've never heard her before, she is an absolute delight. Yes. She could talk underwater yes. with a mouthful of marbles in a good way. Yes. 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 She has that. Uh, the Irish have that ability, Roach. Indeed. Uh, South Australian Premier Peter Malinowskis will join us at four. Big announcement today. He was on with the Brecky boys today talking about inverted commas, magic round. That's going to stick magic round. No, I'm not, not sure how we get rid of it. We get rid of it and we come up with a better name. We need to be creative. Are you? Well, it's not that creative, is it? It's well, not that hard. I, when Gil McLaughlin was at our launch on Friday at the National Wine Centre, Pretty clear it's challenging a lot of people at AFL House to come up with an alternative name. Well, we'll speak to the Premier. And they've got the... people who just spend all day on this sort of stuff. Well, I hope not. Surely not. <laughs> they do, the marketing Jim. department. They do. We've got to get a gig there, Rooch. <laughs> um, I've got a suggestion for the Premier a little bit later, Rooch. Tune oh, in for that okay. at four. I'll hold my hat. You know I'm very creative. Yes. Lateral thinker. What did you do with the entertainment centre and the sixes? What did you want to call that? Uh, the Crush House. Crush House. Yeah, get all, the, have, wi- all the wine regions on. of South Australia. Well, now that on. we have a more proactive Premier. Yes. I'm going to revisit that, Roach. Right. If anyone's opposed to it, you why can have your you, say. Why don't you just come and have coffee with Grant Kelly, the owner? We could go nice well, man, why are you Grant? going around all these side tours? Let's just go direct to the no, I'm man. Very, I'm very collaborative, Roach. <laughs> You've got to bring everyone together, unlike you. You've just got to go to Grant. See, there's that God syndrome again. <laughs> See, you I just think you can... <laughs> you're putting in all these middlemen for no reason. Oh, the Premier's a middleman. Well, he, he would be in this case. Is he? Yes, you don't think he'd he have would. a say in uh, getting all the different regions <laughs> of South Australia together? Oh, I, I'll give him that. And you don't think he'd have a say in maybe putting a little subsidising it a little bit? Well, I don't think he and Grant get on at the moment, considering well, he stopped his basketball stadium. This is why we've got to get them all together, Rich. Uh, well, I'll just go direct to the boss. So, yeah, this is the way you've always <laughs> operated. Uh, uh, I've completely lost my train Good. of thought here. No. If you've got <laughs> a better me name. To derail you, is it? Yeah. If you've got a better name for Magic Round, yes, please. any name, uh, send it through via text 0427154. 166. And at 4.30, we'll be joined by the Adelaide United coach, Carl Viet. Oh, they're hot, the Reds. Red hot. Red hot, and now they have a break for three weeks. Yeah, timing's everything, isn't it, in life? But we've got a World Cup to deal with in Qatar. Everywhere around the world, the leagues stop. At differing times, Kim, depending on what the Home Federation thinks will be the absence of their players. Mm. We've gone pretty quick to come back to the A-League, clearly. Well, people in... 
Don't headquarters expect us to make the final D in the World mm, Cup. Route. No, I don't. I'd love to see it. Uh, Mario, I'm sure he loves you because you only hurt the ones you love. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Maxwell has replaced Michelangelo <laughs> Rucci at the top of the list of dumb Australians. Ethel from oh, sorry, it's Ethel from Ethelton. <laughs> Hello, Ethel. Uh, that. that that was big news yesterday, wasn't it, Glenn Maxwell? Well, he's only represented Australia seven times at test level. He was a genuine chance, and now he's had an operation for breaking his tibia, was it? He's running around a tennis court at a 50th. Uh, no alcohol involved. Um, just Bad fe- luck. That's it. It's just bad luck. Yeah, and it would have been better if he'd had a few. It would have Ain't been had a, lot say less, yet. a lot less painful. Ain't had a say, say yet. No, no water skiing in the preseason. What, no tennis? In the lead-up to test matches. playing tennis, I don't think. He's just running around the <laughs> tennis court. Get okay. No, he's still over in America, isn't he? Good luck to him. All right, so that's our show coming up. Roach, before we go to our first break, which is Ooh, only yes. a couple of minutes away, this is, as we straighten up, this is huge news. And uh, it was always susceptible to something like this, but you don't expect it to happen. There's a Brownlow medal betting scandal, and we've just had news to hand that Four people have been arrested, one an AFL umpire. Yeah, so Victoria Police announced earlier this afternoon that they have been investigating some betting linked around by round betting. So a bit like what we would say, exotic betting, who will get the most votes in a round. Because you can, yeah, do you can bet on the 3-2-1 exactly. of each exactly. game. Yep. Now, Victoria Police just said four men had been arrested. The AFL has done the same, but we've learned since then that one of the men who is under arrest at this time is an AFL umpire. So when you and I discussed this off here, we thought, well, how does this happen? Because you have a game, the three umpires get together, they fill out a form, put it in an envelope. The envelope is sealed. It is sent to KPMG and it stays sealed. Okay. So the only so people who could know, hang on, round yep. by round. Yep. The three umpires, there's no consultation with boundary umpires. Well, there's not meant well, they to might be. be in the room, the hearing, the conversation. Well, then that yeah. that takes it out to exactly seven people. Yep. If that and in fact happens, I thought they had to leave the, the room. Some of those rooms don't have other rooms to go to, do they? Stop providing an argument for well, the sake anyway, of an look, argument. So in the end, we knew the only people who could be <laughs> no, involved in this. They're in a dungeon, Roach. <laughs> the only people who can be involved in this are surely going to be the umpires and the people around the umpires when they're filling out their yeah, votes. But I did, that's my point, though. I don't think they're allowed to be anyone else there. I'll take that on notice. Okay. So then they're sealed. KPMG keep them under seal until they're brought in, as we see all the time with the armour guard security guy with those huge muscles with a big... Steel chest. I always, keys, yeah, I always thought that was theatre because I used to host the McGarry Medal and certain people knew about the result. Oh, well, I'll give you the insight as to what goes on. That arrives early in the count. So the count goes to where, what, at 8.30? Mm. So if you, if you go to a Brownlow Medal count, you'll see that bit pre-taped. So we see it come in, mm. well, the days when I used to go to Brownlow Medal counts, it would come in at about 6.30 when you're sitting down for dinner. Yep. Then you would watch as you're having dinner. Chicken or beef, whichever it is, on alternate turns, you would watch Andrew Dillon, Gillan McLaughlin, and two other AFL staffers all open the envelopes, lay them out, pre-count them, so to speak, all locked into a computer, mm. and then they would do the count so you don't get the famous thing that we had one time at a McGarry Medal, 20 votes still to count. Yep. It's all ticked off. So there's more so people the first than actually time, see the voting. So the first time they're actually counted is at about 6.30 on Brownlow Medal Night, and then they are read live to air from 8.30 onwards as part of a presentation. So between the votes being sealed and the Armour Guard guys bring him in, there is no way those votes are known. Mm. The only way they're known is if 
as is alleged in this case, an umpire has leaked the information to three mates, you would assume they're mates, and they've gone on a betting spree. Yeah, and we cannot update you at this stage of what type of uh, money was involved. No, that hasn't been detailed. But what is, when people say, why does the AFL have link with betting agencies, their argument has always been that if you have a partnership with them, then you can get the information out of them. So... That information is now all readily available to them. They oh, can yes. See it, all yep. that sort of stuff. So what it does do, it brings up a whole heap of questions about the integrity process around the Brownlow medal, which is sad for the AFL. They've been so strong on this issue for a long time, the uh, processes in, they have in place. But there's always a human weakness to yes, any process. But in the statement, in case you were alluding to the fact that it impact the actual no, voting, it no, doesn't at no, all. This no. is purely a betting issue. All so right, you know, it, it wasn't, to do, in the end, the bet to find out who the winner is and so... It was about who was winning round by well, that round, who got yep. the three two ones in those rounds. So we'll keep you updated. One thing we can good. guarantee you that those four people, they're sitting in a cell at the moment and they would be thinking they'd be sick in the stomach thinking, Who thought this could possibly be a good idea? Well, they've got text messages off phones. Yep. They've got betting slips. So you don't get arrested, Roach, unless there's no, enough there's information. there's going to be a fair yeah. bit of evidence here that's working All right. Them. We need to go to mm. a break. We'll keep you across that. I don't think there'll be too much more that comes out on it today. It's a busy show. A lot of people having their say on what Magic Round should be called. We'll get to that. And as you'd expect, there's a text that's come through from Mario. He says, about time they arrested an umpire. Boom, boom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 319, this is The Run Home. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. Just a reminder, coming up, big show, Neve Kelly from the Adelaide Crows AFLW side. The Premier, Peter Malinowskis, to talk about live golf in the announcement today with Greg Norman and Carl Viet, Adelaide United uh, coach. Roach, here's a text that's come through. I've, this is your adversary, Blake. Hello, Blake. Now, I think I'm on Blake's side, but there's nothing wrong with changing your mind here, Roach, so I'll see how you react to this. Yep. You never know which way you're going to go. Mm. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Roach. Listening to Roach on Brecky this morning, he certainly backflipped on his view of Magic Round just 11 days ago when he questioned both the need for and the point of Magic Round and called it shallow. Roach today described the experiment exciting, absolute winner and great for SA to describe Magic Round. Why the sudden about face, Roach, from Blake? No, not about face. I'm quite strong. I said it again on Friday at mm. our launch. I, I would prefer the, prefer us as Australian football fans to be taking on Peter Vlandes in his own backyard. Just not be scared of the big man with the big mouth. It's in Adelaide now. I understand what it's going to do in South Australia. It's, it is in the end working to a converted market, probably at a time when we do need it. I understand that. I'll accept that. After what we've seen through the COVID period, uh, WA had a grand final to bring people out and show that you can put on big events and be safe from COVID. Like, we'd, we'd never had a COVID case from a grand final in Brisbane or Perth, did we? No. Nope. We missed out. I accept putting on a big event in South Australian football would be good, particularly at a time when we saw it even last year. I remember interviewing Tim Silvers having 60% of Adelaide mm -hmm. members still refusing to go to the footy because of the COVID concern. We put on a big event, do it well. It's great. But in my heart, Blake, in my heart, I would have preferred 
that we go after 50 years in that market, from the moment we took a state game between SA and Victoria and to this day still regret Barry Robin doing his knee against Lee Matthews in that game, that 50 years on, we don't get scared of Peter Volandis and his big mouth. That's I don't, why I don't I think prefer. it was a matter of being scared. No, it'll, go, it'll go there next when it happens. But you did have concerns about it being played in a state that was already a football state. But you've got to understand, as I said, that's no different to what rugby league does. Well, but they've got Queensland, New South Wales to work through. I understand that. But in our, our greatest need, particularly, and I said it again this morning, I have seen the numbers of what's happening in Western Sydney, the need for Australian football to actually put some real investment in Australia's game, in that area, I would have thought bombarding New South Wales or even Queensland to just show this game is Australia's game would have been fantastic. Now it's in South Australia. I think they got a fair taste of that when they had the prelim final up there and the first grand final held out of Victoria. We've got a lot of work still to do in that area. Point taken by both parties. I feel like an umpire. Let's go to a break. We'll come back with more of your text and uh, we'll pose those questions to Peter Malinowskis a little bit later. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're having a great Monday. 3.27, Neve Kelly from the Adelaide Crows AFLW program. They're into a prelim final after the 3.30 news. A lot of text coming through, Roach, in regards to coming up with a name. The AFL do not want to uh, use the name for Magic Round, and I'm glad. I don't feel comfortable about that. I like this one. Hi, Roach and Jumbo. I reckon that's meant to be Kimbo. It's Lance from Birkenhead. A name for Magic Round next year, or this year, I know it's next year, Round of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. I like that, Round of Dreams. Mm, Let me work on it. It didn't grab me immediately. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was too bad. Better than yours, Reed. You haven't come up with anything. You don't even want to change it. (laughs) Do you? I think it's stuck. I I don't think you get rid of it. Everyone calls it Magic Round already. Only because that's what they've been reading the last two months whilst it's being discussed. Something that's being discussed is the form of our Redbacks. We've been onto it for a while. Uh, It doesn't give us any joy to highlight how poor they've been. Oh, today's result. Yeah, we love Travis Head and we love Alex Carey and Dizzy, the coach. Now, what about this? Before we get to the results, Roots, this text came through earlier today. Boys, it's time for a bake. I'm so over the Redbacks and their inept way of playing cricket. They are clueless. Nobody values their wicket. Nobody has a defence to a straight ball. Bowlers and batters lose patience when things get tough. I wish I had their ability, but ability is nothing without application. It's just garbage. That's from Lindsay. What have we done today? Playing WA in Perth, Western Australia made 444. 444? South Australia, first digs, 299. 117 on the second. That's a capitulation. So they've lost by an innings and 28 runs. And when you look at the makeup of this Shield side and see nine non-local players representing South Australia, I mean, I understand you have to bring in imports. We've lived in the year where we bought great imports. No, but so Garfield, mar- they're, they're I understand mar- that. Marquee I players, said, Barry Richard, Kim. I understand the mm. import factor. But when the import factor exceeds your local talent, leads to some big questions mm. about where is the development program of Shield cricketers in South Australia. So nine out of the 11 have come from interstate. Correct. Mm, not ideal. 
No, not concerning. ideal. And we've been here so often talking about reviews, need to look at the state of grade district cricket. We talk a lot, we haven't acted enough, mm. and we're now paying a price for it. And dare I say, Rich, we nearly paid a price. We were threatened. I've got to let well, go of that. Well, at this point, at this point, it might reach the stage where no one rings the Redbacks to ask. Because at this point, I, interview, I'm yeah. staggered by the indifference. Your point that if it had been the Crows or Port Adelaide, there would be front page stories demanding reviews, external reviews, action, yep. sackings. And if it had happened in Ian Chapel's day when I was just a boy, but then going to David Hooks when we had success and even the success around Buff Lehman, it would be a bigger headline. But it's like now it's just there's an acceptance that we're... I'm not accepting it. We're rubbish. I'm not going to accept it. I'm mm. going to roll over and say, oh, well, that's the way it's been Ooh. for so long. We'll just let it roll on again. No, we, it's got to stop. We've got to go to the news, Rich. 3.31. We've right. got deep and meaningful there. Yes. A quick text, because the big scandal, if you've just joined us, uh, four people have been arrested for a betting scandal in the AFL surrounding the Brownlow. Uh, this text says, with the Brownlow medal scandal, will this now bring in the integrity of all umpires and their on-field decision-making? From Damien, unfortunately, it does cast a cloud over people where it shouldn't. And just because of four silly men making an enormous, poor, enormously poor decision in life. Exactly. News up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.36 on a Monday afternoon. Kimbo on the Roach with you live from Studio Lumo SA. A lot of text coming through about the Redbacks, Roach. This one says the Redbacks are the most consistent side over the past 20 years. Consistently rubbish. We are talking about our state cricket team. What are but, we going to do about it? Well, it's up for them to do something about it, Roach. They've been poor for a long time. Let's go to another program that's been successful in their short time in the caper. And one of our favourites, we are sponsored by Balfour's. This young lady, our favourite Irish woman, we say that to every Irish woman or Irish person that comes <laughs> on. We love them all. He loves Balfour's Frog Cakes, who are sponsors of our show, joins us now, Neve Kelly. Hello, Neve. Hey, how's it going? Thanks very much for having me on. Hey, Neve, don't let that one ride. He promised that he would get you the frog cakes. Has he delivered? Mm. <laughs> not has yet. Not no. yet. <laughs> yeah, and yet is the operative word there. I spoke to the club dietitian. They just said hold. Hold. Hold till after the final series or straight after the game. Don't worry, Neve. I'll keep that's, him honest on this idea. one. No, I'll deliver them in person. Don't you worry about that. It'll be the biggest day of your life. Oh, <laughs> well, well. Can we get oh, that on the table? Uh, Neve, you would have experienced some weather conditions in Ireland, I would imagine. Have you seen anything like you had to go through on... Saturday at Unley Oval. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, in Ireland we do get some strange weather, <laughs> yes. um, but no, it was it was really bizarre. To be honest, I've never played in a game of footy like that before, on, on, like we did on Saturday. So, yeah, it was it was good to get the result in the end and to come away with the win. But um, yeah, it was definitely definitely bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I saw Noah's Ark just float past in that second term. Gee, there were some puddles of water out there. I uh, heard the coach say that it was bizarre and all his time in football, he'd never experienced anything like it. Matty Clark said that you guys had to do seven warm-ups for the game. Yeah, yeah. So we had seven different warm-ups. And uh, yeah, I suppose we just kind of had to try and keep uh, focus, I suppose, on what we could control and not let the same distractions and of the delays and interruptions kind of take away from the focus of the game. But um, it was, it was very bizarre. Like um, we'd just be about to head out for, um, mm. for a warm up, and we'd have to delay for maybe 20 minutes because it was thunder and lightning and then 
go back inside again and try and keep ourselves entertained. Um, but obviously not get too hyped because, um, yeah, we need to to keep calm and then be ready to go when when the time was right. But um, yeah, it was definitely definitely different. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a, a game we won't forget. He also said that you had a lot of downtime, and he told you just to relax. And uh, he said you girls are very good at relaxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. We had we had like girls. Like some girls like to to be upbeat all the time, and then some yep. girls were very relaxed and um, shut their eyes for a while and nearly done their form of meditation, I guess. And then some girls just played a few games in the corner. Um, but yeah, we were very just um, very trying to keep low key. And then when the time was ready to go, so the countdown would be on. Um, to say ten minutes, we'd be getting geared up and ready to go again. But um, so- yeah, Doc told us to to keep relaxed and and be ready to go when it was time to get out. But um. So what did yeah, you do each time there was a break? Like, did you shower and then get dry clothes on? Because you don't want to sit around there <laughs> while you're dripping wet. Yeah, so they had, yeah, they had plenty of towels and we had a change of greensies as well if we if we wanted to. Uh, a few girls changed their, their socks and shorts as well. But, um, yeah, just to make sure to keep ourselves dry um, because it was a very long game of football mm. and um, lots, yeah, lots of breaks, um, especially after the first quarter. It was um, a very long break. So, yeah, just making sure to keep dry and... Um, yeah, just keep warm and not get not get too cold or, or wet. Yeah. Dave, it's pretty serious when you hear there's four thousand lightning bolts going across Adelaide. Was it concerning for you as players? Um, to be honest, I think we knew we were in safe hands. Um, yeah. They dealt with it, they dealt with it very well. Um, like when there was a scare, we were just told mm. to go into the change rooms, and um, yeah, they they notified us when it was time to come out. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose we just tried to focus on what we could control, I guess, and, and not let the distractions get in the way. But um, yeah, I suppose yeah, it was just it was just a, a different sort of game. But yeah, very pleasing to get a to come away with the win, and I'm looking forward to this weekend coming now. We're live and interactive. The texts are coming through thick and fast. This one says Roach does seven warm up warm ups before every show and still stuffs it up. Oh, there you go. That's from Mario. <laughs> now, Neve. <laughs> I'd imagine all week you go through a preparation, <laughs> see the opposition, plan a game plan, and then it all disappears with the massive weather conditions. How did the doc handle that? What did, what was his instructions? Was it throw out everything I've told you all week? This is what we're doing now. Yeah, doc was brilliant. Mm. Um, his his ability just to keep calm in mm. the strangest of of times is brilliant. Um, so yeah, I think we all kind of fed off his energy and we you know remained calm and then. Yeah, he'd give us the warning of, yeah, we're going out in 10 minutes, so kind of get ready. So we'd just be handballing the ball to each other in the change rooms and, and just kind of getting our hands on the footy. Um, and, yeah, then just kind of to, obviously, the, the weather conditions were different. So um, I suppose our, our ability to kind of to play some decent footy in the unique set of, like, circumstances yeah. was, was pretty was pretty good. But, yeah, the contest was, was a big thing and, and applying pressure because, yeah, obviously, but- the ball didn't didn't flow very well the last day. So um, just adapting to the, the, the set of conditions that were there um, was, was the big thing. Yeah, the doc is a uh, wonderful coach, but he's a brilliant human. So you're very lucky there. Uh, change of scenery, yeah. Friday, 7.10. Uh, you take on Brisbane. It's at Metricon Stadium. You'll probably get totally different weather conditions Can up there. Can you be there. sure of that? Oh, no, I can't be. I can't be because it could be hot and still be wet up there. Um, but for the first time for a long time, you are not the hunted. You go up there as the hunters. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I suppose we're going in as, as underdogs this year and, and Brisbane mm. are obviously... They've um, had a, a very good season as well, um, and then a standout team, as, I suppose, as well as Melbourne as well. So, um, yeah, just 
obviously the last time we played them, I think we, we started well in the last game against them um, at Metricon. But yeah, clearly they've yeah they've been definitely one of the standout teams. But I think just their ability to kind of beat us on the outside mm. the last time um, was was their was their strength. So if we don't kind of come out and and put four good quarters together the next day, um, you know we won't win. So we need to make sure that we're that we're firing and ready to go and that we don't switch off at any point. So, Neve, Brisbane's renowned for its scoring. They've really ramped up their ability to turn the scoreboard over and over this season. Do you want to take them on in that sort of footy? Do you want it to be a high-scoring preliminary final or do you want to wrestle them and keep it very much tight on the scoreboard? Yeah, I think the next day it'll be really important that we bring our pressure and contest to the game. So, our tackle pressure and, and try and eliminate their running game. Um, but also, yeah, it would be great to get get some scores on the scoreboard as well and, and hopefully get some early in the game. Um, but, yeah, um, it'll be an interesting game and, and hopefully, yeah, we can um, put up four good quarters of footy against them. And I believe there's no injury, so the captain comes back in, but one unlucky person will miss out. Yeah, Chelsea will be right to play next week, um, thankfully. So, yeah, she's been, been cleared to go and, um, yeah, she'll be, she'll be fresh and ready to go, especially after missing this weekend. But, yeah, there's... Um, We've obviously got a very strong panel, so you never know from week to week uh, what the team is going to be. So, yeah, there'll, there'll be one unlucky person, and um, yeah, that's just the way things go, I guess. And um, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, Chelsea be, will be fresh and ready to go. She will be raring to go. I know we only spoke to you about three weeks ago, but you must be pinching yourself. West Coast Eagles um, didn't have a lot of success, and uh, now you're just enjoying the ride here at the moment. Uh, is it still a bit of a buzz and it's still a bit surreal? Yeah, it's unreal. I'm absolutely loving my time here. Like, and yeah, to be playing in my first prelim this weekend is is really exciting. So yeah, I just yeah can't wait to to run out with the girls again. And yeah, and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we do get the win. But yeah, it's definitely, I'm definitely in a bit of a buzz at the minute. And um, this year has this season has just gone so quickly. So um, I think especially with the two seasons in one year, it has just flew by. So yeah, um, really looking forward to it. And and yeah, hopefully, yeah, we can get that win. Neve, we, we fully understand the protocols that kept Chelsea Randall out of the game and no one's going to argue on that concussion debate. We know that Chelsea's also very much invested in being a coach. What were her roles on match day? How did she get about it? Yeah, Chelsea's unbelievable. Like She's an incredible leader as well um, as, as player. And, you know, she's like her attitude, she's just so positive and, and upbeat. So even when we did get that news that she couldn't play, she got around everyone and, and made sure that she could contribute in in another way. So, yeah, she just got around everyone. And she just, yeah, was just her her positive self, basically. And, um, yeah, just being there even in the change rooms, her presence um, speaks millions. So, um, yeah, just even, like, she was able to communicate to a few of us, that obviously, that haven't been in a final series before and um, trying to just deal with the conditions as well. Um but, yeah, she's just an incredible leader and it'll just be great to have her back out there again this weekend. Well, Neve, it's going to be a massive night. Friday night, 10 past 7 Adelaide time. The eyes of the nation will be on Metricon Stadium when you take on Brisbane. We wish you all the very best. We hope you can cause an upset. And the last question, what's your favourite sports show in the world? Ooh. Oh, oh, no. oh. <laughs> Thanks, this one. All <laughs> oh, right, just pick one on RTE and Ireland, and we'll just let it go. No, 
we were gonna make it we were gonna make a big promo oh, out right. of that. Oh that was deflating. Well, in Australia. Um oh, <laughs> it's gotta be this one. But yeah. Well, you, you, Kimbo on the Roach. Kimbo on the Roach. <laughs> Right, well, that won't be a promo. No, ben, didn't work. ben, never put her on again. Yeah. Hey, we love you, Neve. <laughs> Which one do you like, the chocolate or the lime frog cakes? Oh, um, do you know what? I'm not fussy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the same with your sports shows. <laughs> okay, good on you, Neve. We love you to bits and uh, all the best on Friday. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers for having me on. And what show have you been on? Kimba on the Roach. <laughs> <laughs> No, Kim Yeah, got it. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I yelled over it. Uh, she's an absolute cracker and uh, been very good, Roach. Gives them a little bit of leg speed. Ten possessions on the weekend. Uh, who are you tipping? I can't go past Brisbane, I'm afraid. They've just been it's so impressive this year. Got to be real about it. Totally I just like the way they've done it, yeah. their footy. Well, because there's... I'm not putting a family member's life on it. I'm just going to hope the Crows girls cause an upset. Oh, I accept that, yeah. but you'd have to Do admire. you really, though? Oh, I accept what you're saying. You wouldn't begrudge them a third premiership. It no, makes it harder to catch fruit for your mom. you have to accept my point Fourth of view rather. that Brisbane is an extraordinary side this year. All right, I'm waffling on. It must be close to holidays. Only two weeks to go. Um, What's your favourite sports show? My favourite sports show? Oh, you've done it too now. Um, no, Stalled just, at the gates. Just trying to think about it. I watched Sports Sunday yesterday. I grew up loving that with Max Walker and um, the bloke that passed away with the moustache. Um, 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 Gibson. Oh, yeah, Mike, Mike Gibson. Yes. He used to go, all righty. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, well, we can't say us, Roach, can we? Yes, you can. All right, Kim on the Roach. Uh, because we have good prizes, <laughs> like $1,000 worth of free fuel. Time to play Beat the Boys. Okay. Write this number down and then ring. First caller through, one 736 736 If you want to win $1,000, oh, excuse me, dollars worth of free fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. Uh, don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Best of three questions. You take on the Rooch or myself. It's as simple as that. Then you go into the draw. What have we got? Three in the draw already. Yes, three. Because yes. I had a brain fade Thursday and yelled out the answer before saying my name. Yes. I mm, know. Oh Got a bit excited. All right, ring now. Beat the boys. Here's your chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Woods. 3.53 on a Monday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's and Hyundai. Uh, the Premier of South Australia, Peter Malinowskis, coming up at 4 o'clock. A lot to talk about regarding live golf and the Magic Round and a few other things. Carl Viet, coach of Adelaide United, after 4.30. They are in red-hot form. All right, it's time to play Beat the Boys. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel for nothing. All you have to do is either defeat Rooch or myself in a best of three quiz. That's how simple it is. And joining us today is Daniel from Craigmore. Hello, Daniel. G'day, Kimbo and Roach. Hey, uh, Daniel. I don't know if it's the same Daniel. I was just reading a text earlier. Have you just been over in America watching sport? No, unfortunately. I'd love to. Different Daniel. I was going to ask you about it. Yeah. Hey, Dan, um, this is all pretty simple. You've got to pick either Roach or I to take on. We've both had mixed results. There's only three people at this stage that have qualified for the $1,000, and that'll get drawn. Is it next week, Roach, or have we got another week to go? We could do it 
week after next. We the week after next. The week right. after so next. So thousand dollars worth of free fuel. Who would you like to go into battle against? I'll go against you, Kimbo. Oh, oh, everyone's picking Daniel, me. Here we go. All right, Daniel. Well, Roach has just been handed the questions. We have categorically not seen these questions. Uh, I'm going to assure you of that. No. So here we go, Roach. It's over to you. Oh, hang on. You've got to yell out your name before you ask the question. So just go, Answer. Dan. Yep. That will do it. Yep. And he'll go, Kimbo. Well, hopefully do better than last Thursday when I spat out the answer first. Right. Here we go, gentlemen. Are you ready? Yep. Yes, good. Yep. It is AFLW preliminary final weekend. Kimbo. I've got no idea where it's going, but uh, it's uh, North Melbourne and Melbourne and it's Adelaide and Brisbane. Wrong. Oh. We get ready for this, Dan. You do get the repper charge. It is AFLW preliminary final weekend. Who do the Crows play? No, you have not answered the question. Well done. I did answer the question. No, no, no. You've not given Brisbane. You've given an answer, which is not the question. You can't just throw out two games. Well, that says who they're playing. Oh, look, no, at, no, look at Bum Fluff Benny there, chortling and you shaking. Cannot win. No, no, cannot no. win on that. 1-0 oh, to Dan. I'd like to bring the lawyers in, but I want you to win the $1,000. The $1, lawyers will throw this out very quickly. The question yes. is specific. AFLW preliminary final this weekend, who do the Crows play? You well, threw I said out Brisbane and Adelaide. No, not the correct answer. Oh, oh you can have that, Dan. I don't right, question is. two. Right. Dan leading 1-0. In the T20 World Cup final last night, who hit the winning Kimmel. runs? Tim has come in first. Ben Stokes. Yeah. 1-1. Oh, here we go. Here is the decider. In Adelaide's 3-0 win against Melbourne Victory, who scored first? Kimbo. Dan. Kimbo's got in first. Uh, No, Kimbo's in first, Dan. This is to tie. Yeah, I got in first. So who who scored first? Who scored first? The player's name, to be specific here. We know Adelaide United scored first because they're the only team. Ibasuki. Correct. 1-1. Sorry, Dan. Just by a split second. Oh, sorry, Dan. Ugh. I reckon I got the first question right anyway. No, you didn't. <laughs> Roots and I will argue a little bit uh, later. Hey, Dan, just quickly, are you excited about inverted commas magic round? Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't mind going to a few games like in the Barossa and at the LA Oval. I love it, and I think that's how a lot of South Australians are going to be. Um, have you got a name? Because they, they, got, they don't want to steal the magic round from the NRL. Uh, you got a quick name off the top of your head? As a Crows fan, mm-hmm. I think it should be a South Australian great being in South Australia. And if it goes into other states, they can have a great from their state. So, like, in our state, I think it should be Russell Ebert round. Oh, Even though I'm a great. Man, I'm happy to be in, yep. yeah. Okay, interesting. All right, we'll throw that out there. People can have their say. On well, we've had a text message on that front. Have we? Good on you, Dan. And it reads, the round should be known as Heritage Round and every team can wear whatever jumper it wishes. Well, you're so argumentative. You're my brute. You'll probably wear your, your V. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Joking. I'm joking. Um, that got close with Dan. I reckon... You, no, I you're got, wrong. You were wrong. I you said can't Brisbane just and spray out every answer. Well, you had Brisbane to be the specific Adelaide. answer. That was the answer. But that wasn't the question. Who do the Crows play? Brisbane and Adelaide. 
play That's one prelim and North answer. Melbourne. Sorry for giving too much. That's almost to the point of cheating, Kim. Uh, oh, <laughs> it is. You're trying to hog. You go. I'll get in quick and then throw out every possible answer. No, we wanted a specific I gave you answer. Who was playing in the prelim finals? The answer was not who were playing. Who is Adelaide playing? Specific question. Specific answer. Brisbane. All right. Um, <laughs> right. We've got a text here from Chops. He says yes. it could should be called Beat the Bozo. Um, <laughs> uh, I felt bad for Daniel, there, but I reckon I gifted him the first question. We'll leave it at that, Rooch. Um, number of texts coming through before we go to Peter Malinowskis. Uh, we're talking about the umpiring situation. Just update us there, Rooch. So we've had four men arrested for a Brownlow, Meti, Brownlow medal betting scandal. One is an umpire. Mm. So we await further detail, but it was from information of certain rounds played this year. So clearly you join the dots. The umpire knew how the votes went, 3-2-1 in those rounds. Yep. And then you can have what is known as an exotic bet on a round. So three men have gambled. They have the betting data. They have the phone, text messages, Victoria Police say. Yep. And it would be a very, very difficult moment for those men, and I assume they're all men, and you will hear more about this in our news service, mm. which is coming up next. But, uh, yes, the four people involved, one being an AFL umpire, mm. are all in jail. They've all been arrested. Huge story. Uh, we'll get a bit more of this on our 4 o'clock news. Hey, the Premier of South Australia has been good enough to join us. He's coming up next. He was on Brecky this morning talking about Magic Round. He obviously knew the big live golf announcement was uh, eminent. Is that the right word? Imminent. Imminent. In Imminent. That place. Yeah, anyway, he's coming up after four. I'll stuff that up. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.